Welcome back to the Disaster Tough Podcast. I'm your host, John Scardina. It is December 22nd, a couple days away from my Christmas holiday. We do a shutdown every year for the business, so we get about a week and a week, week and a half off. In full disclosure, I already recorded an amazing podcast with Zach Borse that's coming out next week. Our annual Disaster Tough EM Weekly thing that happens between Zach and I. And we talk all about these amazing things that happened this last year. Basically, we're trying to show that, you know, we we talk a big game, but we can back it up. And uh, that's important for leading by example. And we share different lessons learned and exciting and fun things that happen. But really, like that advice that we gained along the way, um, or at least those um, things that those nuggets that we could share with everybody else. So make sure you check out that episode next week. It will be the last episode of the year. So that cl- closes down season four for us. I can't believe I'm getting into season five, which is really amazing uh, when we come back online. The L3 Harris Extreme 400P radio solves problems and is specifically designed for emergency services. How do we know? We field tested it with medical, urban search and rescue, and collapse and confined structures. This radio is amazingly tough. Check out the L3 Harris Extreme 400P radio at L3Harris.com right now. If you served in the military, you've probably worn Proper Apparel. Proper Apparel is now reaching out to first responders and those who love the outdoors. Check out Proper Apparel from the outdoors to the EOC, wear proper. How do you spell Doberman Emergency Management? EOP, OEP, HVA, HMP, Thyra, TTX, Drone, PDA. Whenever you need an expert, Doberman Emergency Management field experts are there for support. Contact an expert at DobermanEMG.com today. In the spirit of giving, a couple weeks ago, we helped George Siegel raise over $20,000 for his documentary. That was really amazing. He had to do some additional shoots and get things all wrapped up, and he really needed that money. And because of your support, George Siegel's documentary is happening. It's on the go. It's greenlight the whole deal. And uh, that's really big news. So thank you so much for helping him out. You know, in, in this really the spirit of giving, that kind of inspired me to say, hey, in December, there's a lot of nonprofits who are asking for help. There's a logistical reason because it's the end of the year and people are looking at their taxes, sure. But at the same time, it's a time for giving. It's a time for, to, to reach out for causes, not just gifts with, you know, the, the wrapping paper, but the gifts of helping communities. And so I want you to be aware of another nonprofit that is doing some amazing stuff. If you check out the National Center for Urban Operations, Chris, the director, was on the podcast about a month ago talking about uh, Gaza and explained really who they are. They're an incredible veteran-led nonprofit. This team trains first responders and military for complex challenges, as you know, in the urban environment, really tough stuff. So please help support this crucial mission with a donation at NCUO. Dot net that's ncuo.net for more insights listen to the director of for more insights you can listen again to the director on the disaster tough podcast it's season four episode 176 i believe again we were talking about gaza but you can hear about all the amazing things that the national center of urban operations is doing make sure you check them out ncuo.net and uh, get donating because it's a great cause Um, but this week I wanted to post, it's been a crazy week. You know, we try to wrap everything up before, uh, we leave for Christmas or other people leave for their other holidays. And, um, you know, there's a whole lot of things happening in government before everybody leaves on their vacations. And it's just, uh, it's just a busy time. Uh, however, I wanted to make sure I shared a podcast 
if you've been following this show for a while, you know that we've addressed things like mental health during the Christmas season, uh, loneliness, uh, message of Christmas even. Uh, we've done all different kinds of topics, things that are happening in the world, some very positive, some very sad. There's another thing that another incident that happened uh, literally just a couple hours ago that I was reading about in um, Prague University, which is just, uh, you know, miserable to start thinking about. But uh, the reality is that you, the listener, being with me all year and going through all these different interviews with all these amazing people, I just wanted to do a short episode to say thank you to you. Uh, kind of a gratitude episode. You know, it's a lot of effort to put these podcasts on. We have a producer. We have with Ashley. We have, um, you know, uh, an editor with Amin. You know, we have these amazing guests on here who take a lot of time out of their schedule. And these are busy people. You're talking about generals and heads of federal agencies and CEOs of big companies. And, you know, we try to get a spectrum of different perspectives on here of leadership and what does their job look like in order to help you out. And really, it's, um, you know, as I've said in the past, it's been my own personal masterclass because I get to ask questions and share ideas. And, um, you know, some of that's on the air. And honestly, some of it's off the air, too. It's really fun to to get to know people from all these different sectors. But that's only possible because you tune in and because of your comments and your feedback. And uh, we've had uh, listeners even say, hey, I, I would uh, like to come on the show or I think some uh, somebody else should come on the show. And it's been fun to meet some of you as well through that way. And then, of course, meeting people at the different conferences or at the readiness lab trainings like Pop. We've met several fans of the show there. Um, and uh, it's just been uh, uh, an amazing time to get to know so many different people with so many different backgrounds and experiences and perspectives. Sometimes you agree with me. Sometimes you disagree with me. And that's okay. Um, and yet... Uh, it, we keep moving forward because of you. And so thank you so much for allowing this to happen. Next year, we have some pretty big names coming on the podcast already. We're very excited for those. I think we kind of a knockout in January already. And I get to keynote the Florida Hazmat Symposium a year ago, literally exactly one year ago uh, there. I had the opportunity to interview Chief Jonathan Lamb, uh, Michelle and Cy. Mich Cy's uh, just came on this podcast fairly recently, I believe. Uh, these amazing people who run the Florida Hazmat Symposium, I think they have something like 700 people going to um, this Florida Hazmat Symposium, largest hazmat conference in the country that I'm aware of, and uh, really get to opportunity to, to talk with them. If you're going to that uh, symposium, by the way, please uh, let me know. I'm going to bring some challenge coins, and I'm happy to hand them out. If you say listen to the podcast, you got a disaster tough challenge coin on me. And uh, we can connect and take a picture and get to know each other. And I get to learn more about you um, and to say thank you in person, too. So um, uh, an opportunity there for sure. Um, there's all, a lot of other things that are coming up uh, next year. I, I think I already have events scheduled almost every month, except for March currently, by the way. Um, I'm debating on going to one conference or not. We'll see how it goes. But um basically every month i have events booked out some months like june and july several events so uh really exciting um to to get into the field and to share ideas and to talk about next level emergency management and to talk about like coordination collaboration all this stuff in like the way that honestly i think it's was originally intended i i, I kind of saw myself as kind of the um 
um, sometimes maybe the guy who doesn't like want to follow along with uh, the flow there or the or the current trends thinking I was being innovative sometimes. Uh, and yet the more research I've done and the more interviews I've talked to and the uh, more I've uh, talked to even authors, um, you know, we, we had a we did a book uh, last uh, February about uh, the train derailment in Tennessee and how that kind of kicked off FEMA and all these different perspectives. Right. And it's like, oh. Like maybe it's not so much innovative, uh, but rather getting back to our true roots and how an emergency manager's job, the most important function of the job is response. We don't want response to happen. We'll do everything we can to make a response not happen. And if a response does happen, we want to get back to normal as fast as humanly possible. But ultimately, that makes us experts in response and coordination, collaboration, response. And we need to do, um, as Zach Borsch calls out, uh, everything left of boom, during boom, and right of boom, right? And really starting to simplify terms like that way. Um, anyways, so uh, very excited to uh, for next year and grateful for your support. One of the um, one of the things that I've been thinking about lately was a recent conversation I had with somebody, and I was actually on the phone with somebody else, and uh, I saw a guy at the store, and while I was on the phone. I said, Merry Christmas to the guy. And my friend was like, did you just say Merry Christmas? I said, yeah, of course. It's, you know, it's five days before Christmas or whatever. And um, like, I don't think you can say that anymore. And I instantly thought about um, this episode from the West Wing. If you know me, you know, I love the first four seasons of the West Wing after that's trash. But the first four seasons of the West Wing is just amazing. Hey, we just want to do a quick pause X to thank our sponsors, L3 Harris, Proper, Paladin Biasella, Impulse, Doberman Emergency Management, and especially all of you who have been donating to our podcast. Thank you for helping us boost the signal. All right, let's jump back in. There's a character named Toby Ziegler. He is Jewish and um, he's very devout and uh, he knows his stuff and the guy's just a genius um, in his job and obviously uh, uh, knows his religion. This is the character, right? And um, in some of the episodes, even though it's well known that he's Jewish, people say to him, Merry Christmas, just because they don't know. Right. And they say, hey, Merry Christmas. And what I think is fascinating is he would respond with Merry Christmas back. And then there's another episode, like I think it was another season, actually, where people who knew him said Happy Hanukkah, who were Christian. And he would say Happy Hanukkah back. Or if he would say Happy Hanukkah to them first he would say it back to them, right? Um, or they would say it back. If somebody says Happy Hanukkah to me, more than happy to respond with Happy Hanukkah or Festivus for the rest of us or, you know, Merry Christmas or whatever it is. Uh, we have we have a, an opportunity right now um, as people who are emerging as leaders to choose to be kind and loving and supportive of other people and not to automatically assume um, the negative. And I'm not going to stop saying Merry Christmas. I'm Christian and I'm proud to be a Christian. At the same time, that feeling of Merry Christmas is a, uh, a feeling of, it's going to sound pretty intense, but Jubilee, right? It's like, it makes me happy to think about the idea of the things I believe in. And when you meet other people who are devout in whatever they believe in, um, you know, I'm happy to share in their excitement as well. And that can move over from not just like the intense religious perspective, but also from a secular or from a career perspective as well. 
people are going to present to you ideas throughout your career that you are not excited about, uh, or maybe you don't have a passion for, maybe that's another way to say it. Or honestly, in your career, you're going to hear some pretty terrible ideas. And while there's a spectrum of, hey, like you absolutely can't do this. Sometimes that A-type personality comes out so strong where we all feel like, no, that's stupid. And we'll even say it like that. Like, oh, that's a, that's a dumb idea. Don't do that. Right? And like, these like really like cutful things. And then we have the audacity if somebody's offended, be like, oh, you know, one of the funniest things I saw was between these two people. One guy said something, let's say A, A person said something and B person responded with something rude. A got angry and B responded with, hey, you got to let it go. It's like if you offend somebody or if you're rude to somebody, you don't get to have the opportunity to tell them to let it go. Right. All you get to do is have the opportunity to you know, either adjust or to um, try to articulate in a different way or be kinder or whatever. But basically what I'm trying to get to is in your career, when you meet people who have different opinions, different lifestyles, different ideas, uh, some are great, some are okay, and some are terrible, keeping it within the bounds of reason, I know for a fact that I've presented to previous bosses some pretty terrible ideas, things that uh, they probably knew were going to crash and burn. And yet, um, not in a malicious way, but in a, a very kind way, my previous supervisors would allow me uh, to give me enough runway where I wouldn't hurt myself or somebody else, you know, and that can mean like, you know, wasting time, but also give me the, the time and space to, to kind of work it out myself. If somebody presents to you an idea, my hope is that, you know, this Christmas message or whatever, is that we kind of give people the runway and the time to let them figure out if the idea is good or not. And quite frankly, you do not have a, a monopoly on great ideas. Uh, something that you might not think is a great idea or something that you might not even be passionate about might be very good for the overall. And you might be wrong, right? Um, it's something I've been thinking about lately because I, I've, uh, I've seen in a lot of different settings the, um, the humble servant leader approach, which Zach and I talk a little bit about because we talk about Pete. And we also talk about, um, you know, or, or at least I've seen uh, leaders who uh, have missed an opportunity to allow their staff to be great and to allow their staff to grow. It can be very difficult when you know for a fact that an idea is not going to work out. And yet, if you take that approach of, hey, this isn't my thing. No one's going to get hurt by this. We're not going to waste a ton of money on this. We're not going to do this. It's not going to hurt anybody, you know, get anybody killed or anything like that. Letting somebody explore an idea long enough where it either comes to flourishing and works out or they work out the kinks or, you know, they, they spend a little time on it and they realize maybe it's not that great of an idea or they can't get that, that uh, weight behind it that it needs because it's not a great idea. That would be my hope for everybody who listens to this podcast. Um, uh, an easy example of that is, uh, I, you know, if you've seen any of my posts, I have a, a personal post on LinkedIn, at least, um, or Instagram, I have a three-year-old and a four-year-old child, and, uh, they have a lot of creative ideas. 
And I'm more than happy to allow them to explore those ideas. And I think it's one of the reasons why we're very close. I mean, obviously three and four that age, you know, they, you're already their best friend, like, well, outside of mom. Right. Um, but at the same time, um, it's a great lesson on leadership. Um, if you can allow people to be themselves and to express themselves in healthy and normal ways that may be different than yours, you might come to learn something too. And you might have an opportunity to um, gain the trust and the loyalty of somebody else. One of the easiest ways to get um, the loyalty and trust of somebody else is to... Um, this is going to be opposite advice and then probably what you hear because people have a short sighted view on this, but um, is to allow them to fail, to allow them to be them or even allow them to be to succeed and not really get in their way. Um, you'll hear things uh, from sh short sighted leaders of, well, you know, if I really care about people, I'm going to give them the hard, honest truth, the hard, honest truth as if you're somehow better or more capable than somebody else around you. It's not about that at all. Um, and if you want to get people on your side, um, I foot stomped this a lot in the past. I'm going to say it again. Kindness is an amazing way to get people on your side. Sometimes it can make you vulnerable as I've, I've had to deal with a few times in my life where kindness um, can backfire because somebody wants to walk over you. But the easiest thing is to just, if once somebody crosses that line to just step away, right? Um, you don't need to keep them in your life either. So um, my thought process on wanting to reduce violence, wanting to reduce anger, wanting to reduce um, frustration, wanting to reduce exhaustion, all those things is, uh, funny enough, forgiveness, kindness, gentleness, all those things. And for me, that's the spirit of Christmas. That's the idea of, you know, that Christian perspective that I believe in. And again, you might not be, and that's okay. Um, but I lived in Japan for, you know, several years. Definitely met a lot of people who are absolutely wonderful people who have no idea what Christianity is. And yet they live by principles of kindness and gentleness and uh, thinking of other people first. And um, I think those are, are good things that we can take. So many people want to have a separation of church and state, and I, I actually agree with that statement. But the principles that, the positive principles that these things can give us, I think we can learn lessons from everywhere. And if you're learning lessons from other leaders that have been on this podcast, like I said, general CEOs, whomever, then there also might be uh, religious leaders that you can learn from as well. Um, with that being said, like I said, it's just a shorter episode. Just a reminder, be kind, be cool. Keep it cool for Christmas. Uh, thank you so much for listening in. Uh, thank you for allowing me to have a podcast where I can say I'm grateful. We've had tens of thousands of listeners. Really amazing stuff. And again, it's all because of you. And that's why we get great people to come back on the show. If you have an idea if uh, about the show, if you're tired of the intro music, please let me know. I'm so tired of this intro music. Real talk. Uh, and if you have somebody cool that you want to come on the podcast, if you're a cool person, us to come on the podcast each january we open it up we allow people to submit uh to become uh, guests on one of our shows and so whether it's disaster tough or em weekly or life fire layout or whatever um you know make sure you check out this stuff 
And with that, if you like this episode, like, subscribe, and Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Peace.